evening, Mike. Good evening, mate. How are you going? Oh, happy Wednesday night, eh? Happy Wednesday night. I'll tell you what, mate, it's only, uh, only another two sleeps and we'll be in Alice Springs. Two sleeps, is it? Yeah, two sleeps. Oh, it's tonight as well, isn't it? It is tonight. You've got to count tonight as well. Yeah. Yeah, right. We, we might even miss that, so we'll see we how we go. We'll see how we do. One sleep if you're an overnighter. Yeah, that's it. Now, yeah. getting pretty excited for that, trying to um, get the house in order, as one yeah. would say, before we can um, catch that big bird out there, or two big birds, yeah. one south, one west. And then, um, yeah, trying to get the last minute, a uh, few late subscriptions here out. and mm. Yeah. Milo will be looking forward to his trip to the Doggy Buddy Resort. Oh, mate. You, you even say the words and, he, and his eyes light up a bit. I couldn't believe it when Colette showed me the video of him in the car. She'd set the, oh. she'd, she'd set the phone up and he's driving in, he's bouncing and squeaking. He gets so excited, he just squeaks. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And he, he loves it there because, I mean, you know, I suppose it's like us going on a bit of an adventure too, but he knows where he's going, but... I've got to say, you know, we've taken him to a few other kennels over time and, and ones that he, you know, like he knows where he's yeah. going and, he, and yeah. there's some that he's just not happy about and others that yeah. he just loves it. So, yeah. You know. Uh, you unreal. Know. But I'll take my hat off to them. They've done a terrific job out there. Fetch Pet Resort. So if anyone's ever up this way and you want to drop your, um, your loved one off there for a couple of days, yeah. I don't think they take people, only pets. You find yourself a little, like a little mattress and a, and a bowl. <laughs> yeah, just we went to one. They had their own air conditioned rooms. Yeah, right. You know, but yeah. he's, he's our he's our last child, so yeah. I suppose we'll look after him. Like going on a cruise for adults mm. at the pet resort for the puppies. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So, so you've been off for a bit of a steer this week. I have. I've had the big daffodine out and gone down and done a load of uh, calcium nitrate. Yeah, so keep me uh, keep me hand in. Yeah. Yeah. In the automatic. In the automatic. Yeah. I don't mind the automatic. It's that's all right. Keeps your hand in right. on that little dial there, doesn't it? Like well, it does. One yeah. to the left, is it, or two to the left? It's uh, it's one to the left. If you put it on, it's in rabbit mode or turtle mode. It makes me laugh, right? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so, so you can if you turn it to the left, it's in turtle mode, mm. and it's sort of, sort of that's going backwards and forwards, you know. So, and uh, two to the right and two to the left, and yeah, it's just yeah. too easy. Put in deeper, deeper, deeper drive, drive, Mike, drive. You go put forward. In de- deeper, and off, and off you go. Mm. I, I so. did spend a bit of time in one. I was going to say it was quite comfortable. Um, yeah, look, the, the visibility at them is, is is okay. I don't like it down the left hand side though. I got a bit of a surprise on the M7 today. But I didn't, I didn't like. You got a surprise, yeah. or someone else got a surprise? Well, <laughs> I'm not sure who got the biggest surprise, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because um, yeah, you know what it's like. You you, you, you hundred kilometres an hour speed limited, right? Mm. And you go past someone who's doing about ninety eight, mm. and the sort of the the, the rate of change of, of sort of speed is sort of not really very good. And, you know, I've, 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 this guy's come off an on-ramp and I'm 
I'm sort of coming around, and I, I, I had the legs on him. I changed lanes, and I got two-thirds of the way past him, and basically he's obviously empty. And he's accelerated up, and he sat behind, sat me, like beside the back of my try on the left-hand side. Mm. And I thought, oh, you know, all you've got to do is lift off, mate, and I'll move over, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then in the finish, I gave up. I thought, well, I'm not going to sit out here forever, so I lifted off and let him go, right? Because mm. um, I got a line of cars behind me, and uh, as I've sort of gone to move in behind him, I realised to my horror that there was a car sitting right beside my driver passenger side door. Ooh. So I, like you can't, you couldn't see it. I, I didn't see it, and it's got one of those little concave mirrors over the door. Mm. And, I, and I sort of, I looked, and I didn't sweat. I didn't see it in the mirrors and any of the mirrors. And it was just it was. It's got a little camera that points down on the side. Yeah, and you know, and you've got a little screen that comes up there in the centre of the dashboard, and I just looked at that and saw the car. And if I hadn't, I'd already started to move over a little bit, mm. but I put the indicators on and had a bit of a look in the mirror. And yeah, yeah, all good. Started to move over, and uh, looked down, looked at the uh, screen and saw the car there. Gave myself a little bit of a shock, and uh, and uh, yeah, but this is the function of how impatient some people are. He obviously wanted to you know cut up and get in front of me, and you know. Got to get around that big truck, mate. Got to get around that big truck, mate. So, yeah, but uh, nearly didn't end well. But there you go. I don't know whether you'd call it good luck or good management. But mm. I'd like I'd like to think it was good management, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, but you all made it home safely. Well, everyone made it home safely, but it just goes to show. I mean, I wouldn't have thought that that thing would have had such a big blind spot beside it, mm. you know. Like, it's just... A, like right you did. there under that driver's door, right passenger did. door. You did look. At, oh, I wouldn't have a wouldn't have a daylight door in there to see out, would it? No, no daylight door in that one. No. Mm. no. I went no. for a bit of a drive myself this week. I know. Went for I a saw bit of a tour around and, and give you blew a, your horn at me and sailed past. Yep, I would have stopped in to say good day, but I was on a mission. But yeah. Yeah, I took the big six five nine for a drive. I yeah, quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, there. Dirty, going, I noticed that. Going back north, I did notice um, it's getting terribly dry out there at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, I think a few people are desperate for a bit of rain, sort of north yep. of, you know. Um, even around Scone and that, um, he's very, very dry. Yeah. Yeah. And then I talked to one of our other fellas who's going through a hailstorm. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's a bit of summer mm. or. Wintry thunderstorms, I suppose, about. Yep. Mm. But yeah, no, I ended up in sort of up in Queensland here and had, um, yeah, noticed up there, very, very dry. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I hope we get a bit of rain or we might be um, having to get behind a few hay drives again or something. Mm. But, well, uh, it's, oh, it's, that's the way we go in this country, isn't it? Yeah. Flooding rain, mate. That's. Yep. That's yeah, how she goes. That's it. So, but anyway, no, I had a nice time out there. Um, mm. It was dear. Got to say, I don't sleep real well anymore. Been away. Yeah. Not accustomed to the big rigs anymore. Don't you? No, not sleeping yeah. them anyway. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself, mate. No bloody great big engine arm to climb over. <clears> and a, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> anyway, mm. nah, she's all good fun, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Get home and. Yeah. Here we are, sitting on the radio. Here we go. So, a yeah. lot, of, lot of stuff going on in the trucking world today. Mm-hmm. 
uh, fair bit going on out there. Lindsay's have put their first 36-meter alphabet road train on the road today. Yeah. It was still a bit of a story there about that one. Yeah. Want to have a bit of a chat about that, do you, or do you want to move on to other things you're not Let's worried go. about? Um. Um, they set up, it's a, it's a result of a 12-month design and build project. Uh, I wouldn't have thought there'd have been too much designing going on. It's a bloody road train. How, how long <laughs> did you say it is? 36 metres. It can carry two 48-foot containers. Holy do uh, And where yeah. are they running that? Well, it looks to me like it's running around a port somewhere. I'm just I'm trying to get this. There's not, much, there's not much substance to the story. It's about what you'd expect from certain other publications. They don't, they don't well, like that. I mean, 36 yeah. metres is nothing unusual with two containers, two 48-footers is a bit... There, yeah. must be, there must be some short stuff in there somewhere. Yeah, Australian... Says, they say it's an Australian first design, the new 36-metre A-double carrying... A-double carrying two 48-foot containers have been put to work. A-double and a Volvo truck set up as a result of a 12-month design and build project. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the first round trip... Sorry, I'm telling lies, it's not running around the port. Where's Included it? Included First round trip between Melbourne and Sydney last week. Up, so they've got this the, sucker up the on mule. the U. On the U, mate. No way. Yeah, bloody oh. 36 and a half metres up the U. 36 and a half metres up the U. At what tonnage do they say? Probably right. restricted well, to like 40 tonnes or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but it's going to allow them to carry more palletised stock for their customers. Mm-hmm. providing more opportunities to support our communities during unexpected road and rail outages. Oh. And it's also, and the cynic in, it, in me says that they're gonna, they're basically taking two and a half trucks off the road, so they've got two and a half prime movers off the road, they've got, uh, a, you know, one driver instead of two, and they're paying that one driver only a few cents a kilometre mm-hmm. more to drive the truck instead. Will, will I get on that hobby horse, will I? No. Hey? <laughs> if you want, but. I mean, it is, it is a challenge out there, um, and I hope when they when they start with this sort of thing that they do understand that the amount of extra freight they're carrying mm. um, does constitute a little bit more for the bloke steering it. But mm. oh, you know, whether that happens or not, um, two forty-eight foot trailers. I remember. When I got knocked off for having a 48-foot trailer behind a T600 Kenworth. Mm. Uh, well, I think no, we've it's all, all, it's all. all experienced the time when the tape measure comes out and you're, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah God forbid, you know, yeah. 250 mil over length. I, yeah. I didn't think we were looking at um, at 36.5 metres up the Hume. 36, no, not 36, no, 36 metres, they're saying. 36. 36-metre A-double stops, a 36-metre road train, two 48-foot trailers, two 48-foot containers. Yeah. Right, right. So that's basically, what, two and a bit trucks, isn't it? Mm. Well, it's, it makes more sense in a way than, than an A-trailer. An A-trailer, mm. in a way now, is probably becoming obsolete and they'll probably be piled up at the tip shortly. Yeah, the, but here, but here's the thing, though, Craig. You, we look at it, and from the from the business point of view, you can say, "Yep, this is a great idea. We've got the infrastructure to support this. We've got depots, we've got drivers, we've got guys who can go and load trucks and trailers and all that sort of stuff. We're going to save the capital expense of a prime mover. We're going to save all the 
work cover, superannuation, uh, training costs, all the on costs for having that driver, that one driver, mm. um, the extra driver they've lost. So they're, they're basically, by putting that combination on the road, they've basically saved a million dollars. Mm. But they, they, I mean, they might be paying by the hour, though. You, you don't, you gotta, you gotta... They're not. I doubt it. Well, yeah. They pay they're by not, the or they're, they're not. Like Lynn, you... As far as I'm aware, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm perfectly happy to be corrected, but to my knowledge... Once you go over 500 kilometres working for Lynn Fox, you're on by the cake. Mm. Well, they now, might be out of... there, there might be there might be other little sweeteners around there, and there are people that will say it. I know Sterl will be out there; he'll be he'll be screaming about now, right? They you know, they pay very well and all that, and I'm sure they do, right? I'm sure they do. But by putting that combination on the road, what they've effectively done is they've saved themselves a prime mover, saved themselves a driver. And they wouldn't be paying that driver anywhere near what they'd be paying. Uh, not even fifty percent of the other driver's wages would be going to that bloke, and he's doing twice the work. Mm. That's always been my position. It's um, be interesting to see what what they're actually got to do with them, though. Um, mm-hmm. Are they going? Well, they're going to they're going to they're going to move freight with them. That's what they're <clears> going to do <throat> with them. I'm sort of a bit curious here, like Melbourne, Melbourne to Sydney. Yeah. Um, with 48-foot containers, yep. I mean, it, it is a pure rail job, so well, what are they? On, what are... It's on a truck. It's on a truck, dude. It's <laughs> just, on a truck. I've just looked it Don't up. Don't talk I'm... to me about trains. It's on a truck. Yeah, right? no, just looking at it. I'm just not sure where the whole thing goes there. But anyway, interesting. And that'd be, that'd be a nice one to hear and not hearsay, like hear the truth or see it, what, mm. what they are actually paying. And I think that's probably mm. something... Limfox should probably publicise with um, with that kind of story. Mm. Well, they won't be talking about it, let me tell you. Mm. What they'll be saying is that they've got Vision Zero, right? Mm. And we do our best to meet our drivers' needs for all that sort of stuff. That's what they'll be saying. It'll all be you know, good news. Look, Lindsay Fox, he's built his business at a time when you could build a trucking business. I'm no animus towards the man, no animus towards the company. Mm. What I'm saying to you is that these are all the people that are in that convoy the other week talking about the powerless state of the trucking industry, and then they go and do this. Mm. Who does it serve? It serves the customers. It serves Lynn Fox. It doesn't serve the drivers. Right? It really doesn't, and it doesn't serve the motoring public because that bloody thing going up and down the hills, through from <laughs> from um, Gundagai from Gundagai north to Sydney. Yeah. Can you imagine how fast that thing's going to go up a hill? I don't know because they don't they don't put a weight on it here. Well, let, let's 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 even just be you know, a wild guess. It's going to be eighty tons, oh, isn't you, it? You well, you'd think so. I don't know. This this is what I mean. You see a story here. Well, it's a bogey, bogey try, bogey try. Yep. Yeah. Right. So at, at the Just, worst, at 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 CML, you're looking eighty five ton. But that's right. But they won't allow anything else to go up the Hume. Not not that part of it. Um, you can't get over bridges at Gundigo at that weight. So maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I say, they they need to give more in the story because it, what, it it's what, very. What are the what are the bridges at Gundigo? Well. I think most of them are only 80 ton or 79 ton. Right. If at most 81 and you've got to be 60 metres apart, or, mm. you know, they give different stuff. But 
it certainly doesn't fit what what um, they've been working towards as calling a reference vehicle. Mm. So I can't imagine it being here. Wait, but in saying that, that's what I say. They need to publicise what what weights and what permits are. They might be just running empty containers. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jesus, I, Jesus, I know you. Jesus, I know you laugh. You, I know you, you laugh. But, but what I'm trying to well. say is, we're, we're only looking at, at half a story here. We're, you don't yeah. even know. So, yeah. it, we've got to be careful of making assumptions on what they do. They might be very light containers, and so the the impact of going up a hill may not may may not be over sixty eight ton. Who knows? Mm. We, we don't know. So. I, I saw I saw a, I saw a toll alphabet road train going up the buddy hill at Gash there the other day, mate. And if the bastard was doing fifteen kilometres an hour, I reckon that that'd be giving it to him. Mm. Probably you it. know, they are a road hazard, mm. right? Now, how much anguish is there going to be? How much anguish is there every time someone hits one of these things up the arse and gets killed? Well, she'd be fair yeah. drag up Walker Hill or something like that, eh? Happened at, happened at Tarkata only a few weeks ago, mate, and I happened to know the driver was in that truck. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, so you know, th- these are the sort of things that happen. Now, I don't know why that accident happened, except for I, I do, all I know about it was, you know, it was someone got hit up the bum. That's I, all I know. I'd say they'll come up with a solution like putting a bigger sign or mm. some flashing lights perhaps. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Don't give the bastards ideas. It's not as if there's not enough crap. For you oh, you reckon here. they haven't already got those ideas? Oh, you mate. Know, you know? I, you always used to amuse me. Mm. You'd have a, a header on the back of a float that's yeah. red. Yeah. Um, and you'd have an escort out the front and in yeah. some instances one at the back. Yeah. Yeah. You still don't have a flashing light on the back of your trailer. That's right. And, That's right. And you can't travel at night. Right. So, not not real sure what the um, the objective of that is, but you know, it's to it's to it's to make it so safe that even idiots can't get hurt. Mm. And they're big containers too, eh? Forty-eight footers. Forty-eight footers. Mm. There you go. Well, it just makes yeah. me. Look, it just. This sort of thing just crumbs my cookies, and the reason why it does is because it is the absolute bloody hypocrisy mm. of the whole thing. I'm not disagreeing with you on a lot of these matters. One thing I must say, though, is that mm. we do need to find ways to move more freight. We've been in this scenario for many years where they keep saying that the freight task is growing. Yes. Um, we all push for rail and they push for this and they push for that so mm. I you know you have to commend them on one side of the, the coin mm. and I understand what you're talking about on the other side of the coin where who gets compensated fairly for mm. doing the job but if you want to bring something up that's mm. unfair and a challenge to everybody mm. have a look at primary producer Reggio now, if you oh, want something that no, grinds they're, they're, my gears, mate, I'll tell you, that's a it. Can of worms. And, and it now is becoming that prevalent again, mm. and I don't know why people don't do more about it, because you can simply download an app from the NHVR, yeah, and you can have a look and see who's on concessional rego. And yep. 
when there's good companies out there having to compete with companies that have got a l- large fleets and mm. most of them on PP Rego. Now, the the rulings around PP Rego are to cart your own produce. That's right. Pr- in the primary state. That's right. Primary produce. So it's, it's, there's not a lot of grey area. No. So there there was grey area, but they've removed it. But they obviously haven't yeah. haven't put in a system that can help to fix that. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't get it because we're not we're we're in a in a ruling here that's got nothing to do with the road authorities. It's a tax yeah. issue. So unless the, the the revenue departments from each state get get a bee in their bonnet about this, nothing will change. So well, it's, it's not the NHVR's responsibility to do this because it's a tax and registration issue. It, it should be the fact that you you. Your prime mover or trailers are registered incorrectly, so mm-hmm. you know I don't I don't know what happens then in the insurance accident side. What I do know is that someone can save twelve to fifteen thousand dollars a year on a prime mover. If you've got a fleet of ten, that gives you a fair advantage. It does on on competing. How does how does doing... someone with how does someone with a fleet of ten be on primary producer re- rego? They may have five or six of them. How does it happen? Look I don't understand that. Look it up. Get the get the app. Check out a rego as they're driving past. It's not hard to do, but apparently. No, I've got I've got the yeah. app. I know I know the app. Yeah. I've the road. So apparently, it's um pretty easy to get away with. Well, it must be. Mm. Well, I, I thought that you were allowed. All you were allowed to do was it was for. Basically, for the the farmer that had his buddy gold truck sitting in the in the shed to go and cart his grain around with and cart it in and maybe cart his own super back to his own farm and that was it. Um, well, sort of in a way, yeah. But fertilizer's not primary production. Well, but it's going to his farm, isn't it? <laughs> Technically, but that's how the same you, as saying you, if I'm picking how, up a tractor. Yeah, that it's used for primary production. It's not primary but then, but production. But, but, but hang on, hang on, hang on. If the bloke's on his farm, mm-hmm. right, and he's going to take his grain into town, mm-hmm. and he does while I'm doing that, I'll pick up a load of super from my farm, and he does that, mm-hmm. and it's going to his place, not his neighbour's place, and he's doing it for five hundred in cash. Yeah, right. Hey, I suppose that's what you're talking about. As long as there's and no commercial gain in it, if there's you're... no commercial gain involved, yeah. Yeah. and then and then he says, oh, "I've got, to, I've just bought a new tractor, so I'll just grab my trailer and I'll go into town and pick my new tractor up and take it back to the farm." I don't have a problem with that. Why, why, why would you have a problem with that? Not, not a real problem with that, <laughs> right? So, but the issue with it, the issue that the, you got the problem is, is where someone on primary production rego is directly com- competing for commercial contracts to cart grain for. Or if Whatever. he goes to pick up someone else's tractor, yeah, that's well, that's different. Just do it for cheap, yeah. So anyway, it's a there's a and I won't even call it. It's not a can of worms. It's some pretty, mm. pretty sort of um, just one black, big great big worm. Black and white legislation here now. Mm. They did change it, and I understand through droughts and everything mm. that that people's um, whose sole reliance is on on ag- agriculture mm. that maybe. There's some concessions there, but 
that's no different to any other concession that may be due to any other industry with tough times. That's that's what we do. And They'd be saying, you dirty truckies want to charge me too much, I'm going to do it my way. Well, we're always too dear, apparently. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it is one of those things, though. It, it should be reined in a bit. I don't mind if there's a, you know, you have a little bit of it, but what I see at the moment is it's becoming more prevalent of people operating under that. So, so yeah, and you're saying that this isn't enforced at all? No. No. So who, who should enforce it, the tax office? Well, it's a state-based thing because your registration's state-based. Right. So it may, it may operate differently under different jurisdictions, but I know New South Wales certainly are. They don't really chase it. It's a self-declaration thing. All right. Uh, yep. And look, so if, I go if, in you, a... if you break oh. one truck and you're trying to get rid of a advantage, you know, geez, things might slip through the, the cracks a bit. But when you're a larger fleet and you're doing it... I, um, can't, imagine, I can't imagine how a fleet even qualifies. That, that just blows me away. Mm. The fleet even would even, like... It's like, it's like uh, certain people I've heard of having... You know, one number plate for for eleven trucks. I've heard of that. Yeah, jeez, wouldn't that throw the um, safety <laughs> cam system into? Well, he was doing local, right? He yeah. had eleven eleven trucks running around town. He's doing local, right? Yeah. And one got knocked off for a parking ticket, and one got knocked off on a red light ticket on the other side of town. At the same time. At the same time, and it, he didn't pay the fines. And it just happened to cross the same person's desk within a short time of each other. And the person that I didn't I process something that I yeah. did too. Look at this. How could he be there and there? This is Jeez, not that, right. It takes a special bureaucrat to pick something like that up. But it was just unlucky. Unlucky. Yeah. Well, <laughs> unlucky. Yeah. Maybe they should Another have tried one. not um, using the same plate. Yeah, well... Say he had 11 trucks and one, one set of number plates and one insurance with a lot of them. Well, there you go, eh? It was beautiful. Jeez, you want to make sure you didn't have one run into the other, wouldn't you? Yeah, he's taking the mickey. <laughs> that's what that's called. Oh, yeah, how, how, how big would you have? How big would you have? Be pretty big brass ones, I reckon, to be taking and be doing that. Oh, to try that. Yeah. yeah. Mind you, there were stories that we used to hear back here back in the day about blokes that had one number plate for all their trailers. Mm. You know, that that sort of thing as well. So, so how do you do that? Just got to keep going in and saying you lost one, did you? I don't know, mate. I don't know. I've never I've never done this. I've never stepped outside of the law in that respect. I've been I've been over length. I've been overweight. I've been too fast. I've been too tall. I've been too wide. Mm. But I've never been. Um, Never been uh, like that. Never been mucking around with the red joke. Maybe I should have just gone for it and just gone the whole hog. Oh, maybe we should all do that. I uh, I sent I sent one of my drivers out once with a truck that I willfully knew was overleaked. They got a fine, and so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice though. One of my trucks was broken. Trailer had to go. The customer wanted their freight. You know, get it done. Just send it. Just send it, mate. Just send it. She'll be right. She'll be right. She'll be right. Just yeah. get the job done. Just send it. That was what we did. That was how we rolled back then. You can't yeah. get away with that now, though. Oh, no. 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 If it we... was, uh, 
Be a little more careful, eh? Yeah, that was Mount Vic. They were a bit eagle-eyed that night and wheeled him in. Yeah. Him. Got him? Yeah, yeah, got him. He, he backed me up and said, you know, this truck of ours. <laughs> I care. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you a story. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so, no, there's plenty of stuff going on. Queensland Road have received $21.6 million to upgrade their roads for, to handle the growing number of trucks. Maybe what they need to do is they need to get all the Lindsay Fox and get some 48-foot trailers out there just mm. to ease the, yeah. ease the freight burden. Well, it's be, interesting if we can do that. Like, oh, that's in Queensland. Oh, look, don't even. Just it does my head in. Tony should um, be able to now run an AB triple up the Hume. You should be able to. You should, as long as it's not more than 36 and a half metres. It's going to be like Western Australia over here soon. You'll just go out in the yard and just say, oh, look, Tramp, just look that to that to that to that. And while you're at it, grab that one over there, take it to Melbourne. See you later, buddy. Mm. Don't worry about it. We're going to pay your GPO to GPO. Maybe good. that's what we need. GPO to GPO, mate. It's all good. Don't worry yeah. about it. You've got, to split it and you've got to split it all up and do all the deliveries yourself while you're down there, okay, Tramp? No worries, mate. <laughs> Just, um, that doesn't take too much, so he's got to split them all up. Three tra- Well, we might as well go three trailers, eh? Screw it, why not? Up the Hume. Up the Hume. Why not? Sounds fair. Why not? Yeah. Mate, and let's just, let's just have a, let's just build with 540 Volvos or something. Screw it, doesn't matter. Yeah, well, good fleet truck. Good fleet truck. Uh, why, I don't know. Why not have a crack at that? All right, speaking of Volvos, right? Mm-hmm. I am looking for if there's anyone out there knows where I can where I can find a half decent European truck. Because you know the one piece of one piece of criticism that I've had over our new magazine it was Kenworth, Kenworth, and Kenworth for the rigs of the month. Mm-hmm. My answer to that is show me something else. Mm. You know now we had planned to try and sort of have a bit of a variety, and for whatever reason, that didn't happen. Um, but it wasn't going to be a Euro truck. It was going to be, hopefully, a Mac, hopefully, a Western Star, hopefully, a Kenworth. That was the way it happened. And, of course, time went on, and we ended up with Kenworth, Kenworth, and Kenworth. And I've had five people now ring me up and say, so it's just going to be another Kenworth, man. Like, no, it's not. But show me a decent Euro. There's someone out there with a nice-looking Volvo, Mercedes, Jack truck, whatever. I don't care if it's something that if it's something that'll make you sit up and take notice. Send me some pictures. I'd love to see it. Mm. I really would. I'm not even joking when I say that. Well, it would have been good to have a have a few more, but obviously the mm. first magazine we did have restrictions, and it's not um, it's not like well, we you, wanted it that way. But that's just how no. it happened. Well, have you seen have you seen some of the stuff these Euro guys do with their Volvos and, and all that sort of thing? Have you? I mean, some of those things are truly, truly amazing. That like the artwork and everything on them. Yeah. And just the way they're set up. I've I've seen some from the eastern countries that have got a lot of lights on them and a lot of. I've seen some of those too. What are they? Tassels or something hanging off them? Yeah, in the in the uh, across the top of the windscreen mm. or what? Not sure I could go for that. Yeah. <clears throat> Not exactly my taste. But some of the artwork, um, the airbrushing and that, it's just truly spectacular. Mm. I did see uh, I did see a picture of a, a Volvo, um, it was like XXL cab, I think, 
um, which which had been wrapped, but it was like luminous purple, and I thought, my God, why would you do that? Like it was, you know, that, that like shiny, purpley sort of a colour. I'm thinking, dear Lord, why, why would you do that? Mm. Bit, anyway. A bit weird. But it is a bit weird. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, the Mercedes and things like that, just they tend to be very generic, don't they? Well... But then that's what we're designed. They're designed to do that, I suppose. Fleet trucks, yeah, and, yep. and um, they do their job. And you know, for running up and down the highway, there they're probably a great thing. Yeah. Well, what was that? What was that one? That uh, freight liner that um, Tracy Ray and that had what was it called? Um, Bounty Hunter, I think it was, wasn't it? Oh, I, I'm not sure. The black one with all the. All the bling on it. I, I, I think it was called Bounty Hunter. I might be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I have, to bit of, have a bit of a Google, maybe. But um, that was a that was a freight liner. I wouldn't have thought that you could do very much with the freight liners. Very eye-catching. Not really my cup of tea, but, you know. Yeah. Again, but uh, each to their own, they say. Each, each to their own. Each to their own. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. We might go to a song. Why not? What do you think about that? Why not? We can come back and we can talk about the Genesis Simulator if you want to. That's the next. That's the next subject. Right, eh? We'll do that. Right, right. We have a bit of Kenny Chesney, eh? Right, not? Why not? Right, eh? We'll be right back, everyone. Okay.
guitar and my dark sunglasses. This weak concoction is smooth as molasses. Nothing to do but breathe all day until the big moon rises and it's time to play. When the sun goes down, we'll be grooving when the sun goes down. Back everyone, Mike. And yeah, we're back. And we've got Mark. How are you, Mark? Oh well, thanks. That's good. And you're out on the road there tonight. Yeah, headed up. Just went through Jamestown, South wow. Australia. Right. Yep. I'm doing my there. own. I'm doing my own dog run. Your own dog so, run. Yeah, I loaded a couple of trailers today and um, ended up. Ended up with a wide load for both of them. So, yeah, you got to run them up to Horaroo, plug it at dawn, hook it, hook it up there, and think you go as a road train from there. Yeah. So, wide loads. so we've just had Yogi join too. Hello. Oh. 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 oh, hello. You're hello. How are you? You're in. Welcome to On the Road Late Radio. Yeah, so, Yogi, we've got Mark here. He's out near Jamestown at the minute in South Australia. Ah, beautiful part of the world. How are you, Mark? Well, thanks, Yogi. Good to talk to you, mate. Yeah, likewise, mate. Which way are you going? Are you westbound, eastbound? Ah, uh, northbound, mate. Northbound. Oh, northbound. Northbound. Yeah. Come up in conversation the other day with Amanda. Like, what are we? We were going that way, and we're heading to Port Augusta. What do you call it? Well, Amanda, why don't we call it north and southbound? Mm. <laughs> yeah, <way> we're going. <laughs> So how far uh, how far you got to do your dog run, mate? Yeah, or or a road, which is 
about four hours out of Adelaide. So yeah, I'll head back to Adelaide, grab my other trailer and a dolly, and leave Adelaide at nine o'clock in the morning after the curfew. So and you'll drag two or three up that way. Ah, uh, just two this time, mate. Order. Yeah, we we do a lot of AB triples, which can go straight out of Adelaide. We've got permits to take them straight out. Yeah. And we do the odd triples as well, which can be hooked up or a route. And yeah, we do a lot of freight up the Moomba, mate, which is mainly what I do. That's in the good in the big C five oh nine. Big truck. Yeah, love it, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's a great truck. Yeah, mm. yeah really uh, held together well out on the rough road out there. Yeah, really impressed with it, actually, mate. So you do yeah. sort of industrial stuff or more? Oh, just everything around the gas plant up there. They're expanding the gas plant up at Boomba there at the moment, so there's been a lot of construction materials going up, a lot of steel, a lot of pipe. What, in the Moomba itself or out the Delta? Ah, uh, yeah, in the Moomba itself, mate, into the big gas oh, plant, right. and then, yeah, and the, we run out to all the rigs, and all the drill rigs, taking drill bits out to them, yep. all different stuff they need. Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. done that. <laughs> Yeah, I used to like getting out there and buddy, just getting out under the stars. It was good. Mm. Yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah, well, that was my hey, all, all the stuff you guys are talking about that happens over on the east coast. That was my remedy for all that was to just get away from it all and come <laughs> and do this. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not really fixing the problem, but fix oh, it for me anyway. Fix it for you, <laughs> so that's the important thing for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been um, yeah, I spent spent the seven years before that sort of running up up and down in Victoria and dealing with all that over there. So I thought, oh, yeah, it's about, about time to move a bit further west. I think. Yep. Yeah, mm. yeah well, yeah, it wouldn't suit everyone because it's dusty. It's it gets pretty hot out there. You got to stack your trailers up once you empty them. Yeah. Which, yeah. So it wouldn't, wouldn't suit everyone. Yeah, you're doing flat top work, yeah, you're constantly keeping an eye on everything, mm. making sure it doesn't fall yeah. off. She's a bit of a yeah, different you're life. Always looking in the mirror. Always in the mirror. Yeah. Flat top work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially on corrugated roads. It's <laughs> everything wants yeah. to vibrate off. Geez, well, I can yeah. nearly make a TV show about that, Yogi. Oh, <laughs> Craig, we're now in on a minute here, Craig. We're just, oh, that's we're that's talk radio. <laughs> Radio. Let's not get into TV. We're okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so you, you must enjoy what you do then, Mark, out there? Yeah, yeah, really enjoying it. But yeah, I've just been, been at it since January. Moved over to Adelaide in December. Yeah, got in my car once Christmas and New Year are over. I thought I'd better go and find a job. And I drove down the road, and the first one I come to is a couple of minutes down the road from my house. I thought I might as well give them a go, and been there ever since. So. Mm. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah, yeah they've got a good gear, mate. The truck's all decked out. A couple of 40-litre inkles and microwave and belly and all that. So yeah. They look after us there. Oh. Yeah, provide, provide everything you everything you need to do the job well. Really nice equipment. Yeah. Well, they, get serious. they used to get fairly serious about that. You know, I used to get up there from time to time and... A lot of the guys had really, really well set up trucks, and you know it's a different, different way of doing business because you're out there on your own, and there's not a lot of phone service in some place. They give you a satellite phone, do they as well? Or? Yeah, they do. They they got a sat phone in here for us, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's, uh, it's pretty dicey. They still have the rules about how, to, how much water you've got to cart with you and all that sort of thing. Ah, uh, well, common sense would tell you you'd want to take... Yeah, I'd always carry at least 20 litres with me, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Never right. Never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bloody you were dead right about that. I, I slipped one off a track out there one day and it was a little bit of a long day, but a bit, bit warm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We had a, had a spot of rain. We were going to ship one of the engine rigs, and and, uh, and uh, we had a spot of rain. And I uh, was going out there, and it was getting a little bit dark. And I like didn't quite see the corner, and I ended up a little bit in the wrong place, and spent the yeah, night there and half the next day hard. for someone. Hey, it's not yeah. hard to do out there, Mike. Some of the tracks here, yeah, you you lose your way in the dark very easy, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a little bit. In, well, it wasn't quite dark. It was just that wrong time of the night where you really couldn't see. The headlights weren't working real good, but you couldn't see properly, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, no, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I was I was towing one of those bloody sixty foot trailers, you know, the ones they pull with a roller on the back. They pull the pull the pull the uh, buildings and that up on. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, got I got a little bit wrong. I was driving one of KJM's trucks that day actually, and uh, it was I was the butt of a few jokes for a little while after that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't let me forget for it. Wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah, no, they didn't let me forget it, mate. Anyway, there you go. So even even Mick gets it wrong from yeah. time to time. <laughs> oh, no, we all we all do, mate. You do it long <laughs> enough, you're going to get something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we've, yeah. All, we've all had a whoopsie somewhere. Uh, it was a little whoopsie, very embarrassing too, because you end up you just couldn't move the damn thing. Yeah, they don't they, <laughs> they mind a bit of a bit of a laugh and a joke up that way either, mate. I okay. found a culture up there. Um, I found all the blokes up there to deal with, but unload me and yeah, I found there yeah, the culture up there seems to be really good. They must look after them really well yeah, up we, there. I must be on a good wicket because everyone seems pretty happy to be up there doing it. Yeah, I used to like getting out on the rig sites and sort of rock up at the kitchen and get yourself a feed anytime you wanted and. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They're they're all different, all different lifestyle up there doing the rigs and that, aren't they? Yeah, that's no, really good work. So they what work what were you doing? Be- yeah, what, what what were you doing before you did that? Were you running up and down the east coast? You said. I was working for a company that was based in Mildura and had a depot in Melbourne, so yeah, a lot of lot oh. of work just up in between Mildura and Melbourne, and and then we yep. we had the John. Doing the John Deere stuff, mate. So we run a lot of John Deere gear that used to get dumped on the walls in Melbourne, running that out to all the dealerships doing that. Yep. Used to go up the yeah. Cape a couple of times a year. So we used to cart drill rigs through the mall. Went up, went up the Cape, uh, went up the Weeper every year, took the drill rigs up there, and then they had to get them out a few weeks before Christmas every year, which was always exciting. Yep. And slipping yep. and sliding all the way up and down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we used to. It's a run there to do a few different jobs. We're running over west and that moved a bit of mining gear. He had tippers as well, so I did a lot of tip work there. Makes yeah, a bit of everything there, there mate. There. Good, make, good make, variety make there. there. Yeah, it was, it was a good job. Yeah, he um, had all, um, nice. yeah, he, he decided to go the way a lot of people went, decided it was all too hard, decided to sell, yeah. sell them up. So. Nice company and good outfit too. Plenty of good gear to drive. So yeah, it's a good good drive. Yeah, 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 you probably know who I'll be talking about, Yogi. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, really good fella, really good job. And, uh, yeah, but I was I was moving I was moving over anyway, so that uh, 
fair, you can bring me up and say, oh, I've got bad news for you, Mark. And I said, oh, that's all right, mate, because I was moving to Adelaide next year anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it worked out, <laughs> worked out all right for the both of us. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's uh, other than, oh, and that I haven't done much of it yet, but this mob got a bit of military gear too, so they go up to, go up to Darwin a lot, up up into the... Yeah, a couple of blokes went for a run there the other day. They went up up to Catherine, then across to Derby, back to Catherine, back to Derby, and yeah. then back home. Yeah, do a bit of that type of stuff. That's all triple work. Yeah, well, they've just been doing that talisman sabre exercise and a lot of gig. They yeah, yeah, that's when that, it goes... So. That, yeah, that's when it goes mad, mate. They need to have a whole heap of trucks all of a sudden. Got to move yeah. it all out there. Then when they're finished, you got to they got to move it all back. Yeah, I, I, I find it incredibly ironic that our military relies on our buddy civilian trucking businesses to help cut the area. They used they to have need a whole... to move it, mate. They want to move the right. They want to move the right then too. I think. Yeah, no, they well they used to have their own a lot of their own trucks. And uh, I don't know. I don't know whether the uh, transport uh, regiment is sort of downsized, or whether they just don't have the capability that they once had, or or whatever. But um, yeah, I think um, they just just yeah, downsized it a bit. I'd say don't seem to do as much themselves these days, do they? They used to. Um, they used to be quite a big setup, wasn't it? The military mm. transport setup. Well, they had well, they had buddy S lines and and that up until not long ago. Uh, yeah, big trailers, big trailers, yeah, really big, heavy trailers. Well, they've got to be heavy trailers to run a buddy tank up on them, don't they? You've seen those? Mm. Yeah. You know, well, what's an Abrams way? I don't know. They'd be better than thirty ton, wouldn't they? Oh, I think they're much more than that. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh. Someone, someone out there can tell us what an Abrams main battle tank weighs. I've got no <laughs> idea. Might be able to Google it. I don't know what they weigh. Yes, that'd be my I, guess, like one, I know I wouldn't like one on the tail of my safety boot, that's for sure. That might make you sit up and take notice. Yeah. Dear, dear, dear. I've got to jump on Yogi's side with the music too, guys. Do you? Hey! Yeah. Yeah, finally! Let's pull some of it into this century. Coconut. Coconut. I'll tell you what. Everyone's got to send in a few more requests because I don't get many. So in that situation, you get what you're given. It's as simple as that. Oh, well, I suppose that's how it goes Text him what you like and I'm happy to play it. But yeah, if yeah, no one yeah, gives me anything, you'll get what I like. It's, it's just... Coconut. Okay. Oh, it's just like run a Friday night mix then. Bring it on. Let's let go. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your preferred darn genre there, Mark? Won't matter. Uh, Bit of house uh, music. Yeah, yeah, anything anything <laughs> modern really, Craig, because I've listened to, <laughs> listened to all the old yeah, stuff right. that many times. It makes me years to leave this. Oh, 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 I'd have to say you're pretty lucky then, eh? 
Big missing up and played cold. It was a, it was a good way to grow up. And, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a good way to grow up, but we, we do have to move on. But yeah, so we don't go. I'm not, I'm not knocking you. I'm not knocking your music, Craig. But it's just yeah, I'll just can't. Yeah, and that's fantastic, Mark. And we love it. Bring it on. There's yeah, more people watching. I, I don't mind. I'm, I'm happy to play anything. It's, it's uh, Mike that's yeah. he's the one that gets offended. If you get no request, mate, you're just going to have to put on what you put on. If it's not Deep Purple or Alice Cooper, there's some problems there. But anyway. Yeah, or well, what's that other one that he liked? That one song that was good in the 80s? Abba. Yeah, no, no, no. You played it a couple of times. We had to play it out once. Oh. It was apparently it was a cracking riff or something. But anyway, I can't remember the name. So you there you go. Anyway, text text through some of your your uh, your likes there, Mark, and I'll I'll endeavour to play them. Spotify, you got a Spotify playlist? I'll find I'll find a few gems for you. I've just got a yeah, but other than that, fellas, I um, really enjoy everything you're putting out. I listen to every every show. Have you bought a subscription to Truck and Life? Oh, I'm getting around to it. If I get in now, can I still get the first edition for You will. I'll tell you what I'll do, Mark, because you called in. I'll um, I'll I'll talk to you and we'll get one out to you. Oh, that'd be terrific. Mate, I am going to get a subscription. We've just been a bit uh, strapped for cash after the move, trying to catch up. Moving into state isn't cheap. Not with those removalist companies and that trucking bit. They charge a lot, eh? Yeah, just yeah. Well, you've got you got to register. What are you? What are you talking into, Mike? Have you found some kind of bottle or something to put it, put around your microphone? It's got to be croaky. Is that is that better? No, no, no. When we're live, Mike's not the time to experiment. Very nostalgic <laughs> for me hearing Mike on the radio. It reminds me a lot of me nan. <laughs> Did you say your dad or your nan? Nan, Nan, Nan. Yeah. <laughs> he talks a lot like me. Nan used to. <laughs> same, same vocabulary. <laughs> right, eh? well, we can hardly hear him now because I don't know what he's doing. But he's, well, uh, I've, I've just moved the microphone. Is it working for you or what? No, nah. no, it's got work. Are Even you over talk close way. to your phone. I am close to my damn phone. Are you? Again, we should have this off here when we've got a song going on. We just bought you a heap of stuff to sound better, but obviously yeah. we can't spend enough. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Doesn't mean how much money you throw at some problems. It <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might just have to redial it. I don't know. Oh, we might have to. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm going to put an extra. Oh, well, what happened there? What did you just hey, do then? What did you do there? I, I, I actually I actually made sure the thing was plugged in properly. Oh, jeez. Who would have thought oh, that unplugging oh. a microphone would have made a difference? Does it, it, does it sound better now? Yeah. Oh, it's so much easier when we're in the same room because you can look at one another and go, how stupid are you being? But <laughs> when you're scattered all over the countryside, yeah, plug the microphone in. Well, it was plugged in. It wasn't. <laughs> we have to do some training sessions, I think. I got a message. I've got a text message from Dave Hill here, and he said a lot, a lot of what, Dave? I don't, I don't get it. Sorry, mate. You'll have to give me more information. Mm, don't get it either. No. 
I think, uh, yeah, Mick has said texting in. Arctic monkeys, that's one of your things, isn't it? Oh, no, no, there's going to be no Arctic monkeys. I've got to draw a line. There's going to be a whole album of Arctic monkeys. There is now. I've got to draw a line in the sand here somewhere. Yeah. No Arctic monkeys. Well, you're not well, starting with Arctic monkeys because they're good. Yeah, so we'll just have to rub that line in the sand out, Mike. Uh, Stamp your feet. Do your bit. I, I'm, 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 I'm pounding. Can't you see me pounding? I can. I can. I can. We can feel it. Feel the aura. Can you feel it? Feel the aura. What about Arctic monkeys? I bet you look good on the dance floor. Oh. Uh, Do you reckon now, that? that would have been new back in the day, Mike. You had your white flares on. I did. I had, I had white flares. Yeah, yeah, I did. I bet you look good on the dance floor, eh? Oh, yeah. I had white flares and a black silk shirt. Well, you might need to. Are you taking them out to Alice? What the flares and the, and if the we're, black Because if we're going to a ball, we'll be able to. I'll tell you what. We'll be able to I'd get them to play this. I'd be absolutely bloody stoked if I could fit into those flares and that shirt. Let me tell you, if I could fit into those, if I could fit into those, mate, I would wear the bastards. I'll tell you. Right. If I could fit into them, I would wear them. Mm. Well, I reckon we might go to a song, and it's going to be the Arctic Monkeys. Okay. This is what happens when you protest go. too much, Mike. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right I right. bet you look good on the dance floor. Right. Get them out of the money, gentlemen. i 
Welcome back, everybody. That was Arctic back. Monkeys. And no, you know what? It did look good on the dance floor. I do. I didn't hear any of it. Didn't you? No, but you know why I didn't hear any of it? Because I didn't play anything to you, because if you don't know, you can't complain. About the size of it. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. the, the funny thing is, when it gets put on the podcast, yeah. You will hear it. You know, see, but see, this yeah. is where you do, this is where you don't understand Yogi. I understand a hey, lot of things. He's gonna I he's can, gonna cut I, this out. I can edit it. Oh, no, no way! I can make sure that that never oh. sees the light of day. We might podcast with. We no. might have to have a Mike Williams um, mix up, eh? Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to have an intervention. No, no, we'll just do a do a bit of a mix. No, 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 we don't have to have them every week. <laughs> 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 oh, you want know what the worst part about it is? I actually don't care. Oh. Did, did you miss me? I mean, I've been on for a little while. Well, I was listening well there Saturday night. I, I come out of the uh, Del Wallen News show, glorious day up there, you know, with the instructor, instructor yep. truck. Yep. Uh, good, good, good turnout. Good people. Good country show. Um, yeah, and I was cruising back down the Great Northern Highway and uh, I heard you all had it under control there with a couple of good callers and old mate Tone there. So I'll, I'll let you all be, but it's, uh, it's good to be back. I've uh, had a bit of a bit of a break from the radio, or, uh, mm. you know, due to unforeseen circumstances like, I don't know, working. Yeah. Oh, you're a busy man sometimes, eh? Yeah. So what, what happens this week? You'll uh, let me off the chain. I'll be able to have a couple of early stubbies and not come on the radio Saturday night, eh? Oh, we'll all be off the chain this week. Yeah. Saturday we're, night. Uh, we'll, um, yeah. we'll be strutting our stuff. Looking good on the dance floor. Alice Springs, yeah. Yep. What? Uh, what's the weather going to be? Clear and 30? Hot. Clear and 20? Hot. Just mm-hmm. hot. That's what happens out there, doesn't it? Yeah, it's going to be oh, 27 not. degrees, apparently. Oh, that's nice. Uh, it'll be like 28, high 20s, and I'll clear. But during the day, but then it'll be cool in the evening. That's the way it normally goes. Oh, so oh, cool. A couple of cool cats will be out there being all cool. <laughs> to, to you wear the truck of life hoodie to the ball. The hoodie? Don't you dare wear a truck of life hoodie to the ball. You probably will. My, we need truck and life blazers and, and suit jackets. A blazer? And What's a blazer? We do. Yeah, we should look into that. Truck and life suit jacket for all occasions. Okay. You reckon? Oh, who doesn't like wearing a suit jacket? I'm all for it. Oh, I don't, I don't like wearing a suit jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't had the need for quite a few years. Had a couple of weddings oh, to go to. Who are you two? Like, you two not have any fashion sense at all. Oh, come well, on. you got to, you got. Oh, no, okay, come on. I'm telling the lot of these here. Look, you got to be, you've got to be, got to be cool and sophisticated and suave. You know, it's 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 territory formal, mate. You know what that means? No thongs. No thongs. No thongs. So as long so as you got to go barefoot. Thongs, no, well, you're, no, you idiots. You've got to. You you have to wear like proper footwear. So oh. a reasonable pair of trousers or jeans or something like something tidy without any too much grease or oil stains on it. Right, right, right. No thongs, right. no stubbies, no singlet. You probably ought to wear a, a, a shirt with a collar, and I reckon you'll be right. Oh, beautiful. I reckon you'll be right. 
Yeah, right. I know. I know. I know. Rose, Rose, and Colette had a bit of a phone confab this afternoon talking about the fashion choices for the ball. Mm-hmm. I know, I know maybe that, I should have been talking to them too about fashion. Maybe you should. They, have. they seem, yeah, they seem to have it on. Going so, on. So the girls have had a bit of a bit of a conversation about the fashion choices for the ball, what they're going to wear, and apparently, apparently they're both going to put on a bit of makeup and tart themselves up a bit. Woohoo! Um, so who knows what anything could happen, Craig? We might we might get lucky. You never know. We do. I've got and, I've got me um me special ruggers shorts. To go yeah, yep. I've got a got a couple of pairs that I save for um, going out. Yeah. Yep. Are they like my going out slippers? Are they? Oh, they're like they're your going out boots. You're, you're going out slippers. I, I wish we spring. got some Please photos of that. No, we're going to control <laughs> that one, Yogi. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> Do you know he walked downstairs here and Rosalind said to him, "You got to put your boots on." And he's gone up to casino with his slippers on. That's right. Got to be comfortable. Play Mike. That's right. You do. You do. Well, I suppose he thought he'd be up there playing with the Ninos and that, so he thought he might have to have Ninos slippers on. Ninos on. I'm just choking a bit. Nine oh nine work boots they call them. What are uh, now? You've been trucking this week. I'm led to believe, Craig. What did you? I mean, where, where do you fit on with the? We fit in with the five nine. You know, are you allowed to wear thongs or your slippers or what happens in the five? Well, nine? I'll tell you what. In the five nine this way, I yeah. had quite a combination of thongs, did you? slippers, and work boots. Oh, it's you like all that gear in a 659 you can't fit in a K104, right? Well, they're a very versatile truck, apparently. So when you drive it, you have to be versatile as well. That's right. So it's a combination of um, of different things with... Um... That's very unprofessional. I know. I don't even know what happened there. Um, so, yeah, and, and shorts, uh, long pants... Um, track tracky pants, even all in a three day period, you wouldn't believe you could fit so much in in such a short amount of time. Was it in your Was it in your uh, next journey truck and life bag? Was it, mate? I always travel with. Um, well, it was actually my next journey on the road radio bag. Was it really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I've got you got one. I've got <laughs> to, actually no. I, I tell a lie. It wasn't. It was my original. Um, next journey bag. Was it? Yep, it was one of the first ones out, and I still use it because I think yep. I had my on the road radio next journey bag packed or half packed for our little trip to to uh, Alice. We're, we're trying right to work on. out how to uh, gain the maximum weight or reduction in weight to fit the maximum amount yeah. of magazines in. Yes, we do have to take some. We do so. I'm, I'll cut right back because I'm not sure whether the princess can. Yeah. She'll have probably two or three bags. Uh, but that's all right because it's got a yeah. lot of makeup in it apparently. Right, And dresses. I got a text message just before. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bags and things, I uh, you know you know where you saw us on Sunday down at the fig farm there where we were set up and Mm-hmm. And the uh, the stand set up with the with the ute and everything with the bags and hats and the mat 
bangers age and everything. Yeah. Bloke named bloke named Corey went tooling past and he and he couldn't pull up. And uh, he rang me up and he said, "I want a bag and a hat, a bag and a t-shirt, right?" He wants a hat. He wants a couple of hats as well, incidentally. And uh, he rang me up and said, um, "Can you help? Can you can you help me out?" And I said, "Yeah, I can." So I took him in the daffodine with me, and I met up with him on the way when I was on the way down. He just sent me a picture with some pictures of his truck. He drives a Mac Anthem. One of, those new Mac, one of those new Mac Anthems. Not a bad looking bit of gear either. Yeah, right. And he reckons that the bag and the t shirt are absolutely awesome. He bought a trucky bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the big one. And a, uh, and a t shirt. So well, there, there you go. go. You reckon they're awesome. He's already got a subscription. I was going to give him a magazine as well, but he, he's, he's already, already got, got a subscription. So he's got his own magazine already. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Unreal. <clears throat> Father's yeah, Day coming up. <clears throat> Sorry? I said Father's Day is coming up. It is. And uh, I know that I've had a couple of emails asking if people would get the uh, the first edition with the Father's Day subscription. They still will. And I've been telling them that they are, so it's a good job I'm not lying then, isn't it? You're not a lion. No, I'm not lying. Yeah, that line there, along the line's coming Mm. Yeah, so I'm not lying. So that's a good thing. Mm. Right. Well, we need to push that out for Father's Day. What do you yeah. get your father, or your uncle, or your granddad, yeah. or granddad's day, or whatever it is? Truck and life subscription. Mm. Get him a truck and life subscription. Get in. Uh, get in quickly. Yeah. And if you and if you want the kids to get you something, buy it yourself. Put the kids' names on it. Send mm. it to yourself. <laughs> so you probably well, you know, like, probably you need know, to do it pretty fun. quickly because we've got a mail out to go. One will go Tuesday, so if you don't get it by then, you'll probably probably miss Father's Day, I'd say. Yeah, needs to needs to happen fairly quickly. Mm. Yep. Uh, dear, dear. Now uh, we're going to talk about this uh, this um, simulator, or what are we going to do? We're going to get into some serious trucking stuff, or what? Which one? Yeah, Wednesday night. We've got to get serious. Serious. Well. There's this there's this Deakin University have uh, set this buddy simulator up. The virtual environment offers a uh, an opportunity for research and design and that sort of thing. So you walk walking to Deakin University's Genesis, what they call the Genesis simulator, and it's got a 360 degree wall, five meter high screen, and it's basically a truck cab. And you, you, it's mounted on a on a gimbal thing that moves it around and provides all the uh, sensory feedback. It's a cab over style truck cabin uh, connected to the simulator, and the cabin is an exact replica, aims to give users the most realistic driving experience possible. So um, the cabs can move four meters in every direction as well as half a meter up and down. But it can, can simulate sharp turns, bumps. The feelings of acceleration and deceleration a driver might experience. Uh, Seatbelts even will tighten up and if you engage the brake too quickly. So it sounds like a full like sensory immersion. I think that there's a, a real place for this sort of technology. It's obviously bloody expensive, though. Uh, what do you reckon, Yogi? Oh, simulators. Oh... I don't know what I think about simulators. 
I don't particularly like computer games. So I don't really... I can't see me sitting there looking in front of a screen and I can't get the juice of a simulator. Yeah. But I but I get it there. There's a spot for it somewhere if the technology can be getting right. I get there's obviously, you know, we're well and truly into it, but I don't know what I... But I don't know what I think. I mean, like we, we sat there on the weekend with that instructor truck for Transsafe WA, and that, and that was a good VR. Like yeah. It was a good simulator. It gave you an idea. It was um, spatially correct for what you were looking at. Yeah. It just gives you a very good understanding of where it is, so and what you need to be doing with it, with you know where you need to be on the road. So, yeah, I don't know. When I drove that one in New Zealand, and I can't believe I crashed it a thousand times, and it just yeah. it just feels odd. You know, being in a simulator, but I've never really driven one either. You know, I've yeah. spent one, spent five minutes in one. Yeah, well, I discovered that you can't text and drive while you're driving in, in that simulator over there. Yeah, true. Yeah, they crash pretty quick, don't they? I had a I had a go at the simulator and and uh, it measured because they could they could measure all your different responses and how well you kept it within the lane and if you drifted outside and whether your speed varied plus or minus. And the only reason I didn't have an accident in the thing was when I drifted on the wrong side of the road, there was nothing here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, but you know, but they reckon that they reckon that on average, when, I, when we were doing it, I had a big, really big look at it, and they they uh, they sort of put you on it for about fifteen minutes, and you yeah. drive for the first you know five or six minutes as just a reference drive, just to see how you actually drive, how well you maintain your speed, and then they get you to do these these text responses on the on the screen off to the side a little bit to distract your attention away from what's going on in front of you. And uh, oh, I was terrible, mate. Well, I thought, and I thought, you know, that in the circumstances, you, you know, you could probably be all right. I mean, if you, you would think that yeah. you would be able to pick a right time, but you just can't. Yeah, and, that's what uh, I, probably you're right there. What I was saying, I think, thinking the same thing. You'd think you'd be good at a simulator because I drive a truck twelve hours a day, five days a week. Yeah. But it's just, it's just not the same. But I just don't know if we were in a. Mm. I don't think good... that simulator that they had in New Zealand's anything on a, like even on a level of what I'm looking at here in this news story, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're not that's... a different level simulator. The totally different thing. I mean, that, those things over there weren't that uh, wouldn't be a patch on what this thing is, and and the the fact I suppose is. It's a, it's a hell of a lot of money to put into a training device. But sometimes, surely there'd be sort of circumstances that you could make happen in a simulator, like blowing a steer tyre, for example, at 100 kilometres an hour. You really, yeah. you, you really don't want to be, you really don't want to be experiencing that for the first time when it's happening in reality, because I've, I've had that happen to me. Uh, yeah. It's not a, not a fun experience. Um, if it happened to you in a simulator, at least you could, Sort of, I don't know. I don't know whether it'd save you or not. It, well, it'd be good to know, actually. That would actually be good to know. Yeah? I mean, you talk to drivers if you've had a, a steer tire blow, and yeah, you know, I've been, you know, lucky enough to not have a steer tire blow. Yeah. But I would, but I would wonder how my reaction is when a steer tire yeah. does blow. Yeah, well, I've had it happen twice now. Yeah, I had a I had a super single blow out the sidewall on my T six hundred. And uh, that was a that was a really educational experience. 
um, yeah. it, it, our driver's side steer tyre blew and, and um, basically took the back half of the bloody guard and a bit of the front of the fuel tank with it. And um, it ended up basically running off the side of the road. Um, and, and I must say, I uh, I got a bit of a surprise. I didn't understand what was going on at the first. All I knew, all I felt was a bang and the bloody truck just dropped down. Yeah, right. Um, okay. And yeah. um, basically then it was just wrestling with the steering wheel to get it out off the side of the road. Second yeah. time it happened, I was in... Uh, in the K200 with Rose in the bunk. Yeah. And um, I ran over something on the on the road. Yeah. And, and um, it, it uh, took out the driver's side steer tyre, uh, the outside front drive tyre and the two rear drive tyres all in one end. And um, basically, the thing took off to the right. If there'd been anything coming the other way, there'd been nothing I could have done about it. It would have been all yeah, over. Yeah, out of your uh, hand. That happened about, oh, I don't know, probably 25 k's uh, east of the um, border roadhouse, border village. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where border there. So I ended up ended up off the uh, right-hand side of the road a little bit. And um, basically, we, we drove it, uh, drove it, to get it straight, and uh, we couldn't end up. Uh, we we couldn't get tyres. It was just before Christmas. It was actually. Yeah. And uh, the the tyre guy at Euclid had basically gone on holidays, so we had to get tyres from. <laughs> I didn't have enough. I didn't have enough spares because we had the low profiles on the trailer. On the trailers, so we had to, I'd had one spare one. Yeah, you know, one uh, alloy spare. So we had to get some tyres sent out. I busted rings. It was terrible. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just one of those things that happened. I ran over a bit of uh, bit of railway steel that had fallen off a trailer or something. Yeah, right. So uh, certainly did make me sit up and take notice. But hmm. in situations like that, are, you you don't know always what to do, and I'm not always sure a simulator can can uh, show you what to do. Yeah, but, I suppose. But I think training in um, maybe how to like, hold your truck on a line or or um, not to panic, I suppose, mm. which I know is hard to say. But, yeah, you know, so like training people about um, not necessarily dodging animals on the road. It may be more detrimental to dodge an animal than just actually hit it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, hold, well, I always said, I always said to Rose, don't swerve, because as soon as you get those trailers weighing, it's over. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's sort of nearly that you know, don't don't swerve unless it's human, really. Mm. Um, mm. But no one knows what they're going to do in that situation until it happens. Yeah, and and it, and it, you know, all this stuff could happen within two or three seconds. So you may even not not even know what you did. Yeah. But I mean, there's, I mean, we have all, all three of us, we've got thousands of hours of experience behind the wheel. Mm. Yeah. And all three of us, and I'm sure anyone else in the same experience with the same level of experience that we've all got of actually driving has got a certain amount of muscle memory, a certain amount of ability to read the traffic or the road in front of us. And certainly at the split second, you'd realise that Guys driving trucks make more decisions every second than people fly on airplanes. Did you know that? Oh, of course. 
Well, it's true. It's absolutely true. Particularly if you're in the particularly in traffic. Well, if your plane starts falling out of the sky, you've got a bit of time to correct it, haven't you? <laughs> well, yeah. No. yeah. We've got half Unless they're a the bit falling off. Fall yeah. Look, yeah. well, I was actually going across the bridge there, another <coughs> road train, A double, B double, whatever you want to call it, mm. alphabet thing, mm. coming another way, and we, we crossed the bridge at the same time. Yep. And early in the morning, and probably neither of us really aware of what bridge was there, and you know, there's only inches in it either side. That's right. Like, you know, what are the chances of you coming across that situation in an aeroplane? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Not Well, if you're in that situation in an aeroplane, someone's got it horribly wrong. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And probably neither are flying it. Yep. So, you know, yeah. there's some situations we come across that, you know, even after you've been through it yourself, you're quite scary yeah. and you wonder how do I avoid that in the future, but... Yeah, I don't know. You just can't sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we you, you get the situation like, for example, uh, I don't know, I can't think of the name of the bloody bridge to save myself at the moment, but south of Goulburn. Um, and, and look, I know that it starts with W. I know the name of the bridge, but it's a little bridge that just narrows up. One lane's a little bit wider than the other. And Not just out of Goulburn, but yeah, down south, the bottom south of, of the hill. On, no, no. But like a little bit further south, where near near where the old Poplar's rest area oh, is. Oh, yeah, I know the one. Well, I can't um, think of the name. For an Alban top of the hill there, and it uh, narrows up on. It's the longest, no, it's not, coldest place in the world. Yeah, yeah, I can't coldest think of the place in the world. It is absolutely yeah, yeah. the coldest place in the world. Yeah, absolutely yeah. the coldest place you'll ever sleep. And there's two parking bays, and it, yeah. it sort of drops into a bridge, and you're fairly can reckon it's going to snow every time you're up there. Well, I thought yeah, that was one of the coldest places in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just south there. of the Canberra Tunnel, mate. Just yeah, south, it's south of the Canberra Tunnel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name, but someone's going. Someone's out there yelling what? at me what the name of it is. But mm. oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, there's a parking bay just on the left after it, or dirt right. patch, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, and right. quite a quite a long parking bay on the right hand side just after. Yeah, it's the old that was that was yeah. what they used to call the old Poplar's parking yeah. bay before yeah, they cut yeah. all the bloody Poplar's down. There's a stock carter up there with sort of dusty blue trucks. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, that breach, right? Yep. If you hit that side by side with someone else, mm. um, there's only a couple of feet in it, mm. and you're doing 100 kilometres an hour. Mm. You know, and I've had I've I've been side by side with a fuel tanker on that, and I've had a load of acid on. Oh, that'd be a horrible so, combination, wouldn't it? Well, you've got to rely on the other fella. I didn't. I couldn't believe he actually come up beside me. You know, mm. um, um, that was the first part. And, and by the time, of, by the time I sort of realised what was going on, we we're both committed. And you know, there's enough room, just. <laughs> mm. uh, but you've got to rely on the other bloke's skill and ability, don't you? If he tagged the bridge, he's into me. If I tag the bridge, I'm into him. Yeah, it is. I- I think one of the things now is, from what I see out there, people are getting so impatient, mm. right? Yeah. Just to back off a little bit, and you know, I was actually um, just surprised there when I don't know three lanes of traffic, one's moving very slow, one's not quite so slow, and the one on the right yeah. hand side's just flat out, hundred and ten, hundred and twenty. Yeah, and there's I don't know, early in the morning, a bit of fog. There's there's no room. 
Like no wiggle room if something goes wrong. It's it's a well you see that you could see that even today, mate. When I went into Sydney, uh, when I went into today, um, the two lanes going right onto the M5 were like back, but backed up like for kilometres, right? Mm. The left lane, left lane going off Camden Valley Way, is uh, is backed up going onto Camden Valley Way, but the number two lane going up to the M7 is moving quite well, mm. and you can. I, I get so paranoid when you're in that situation because you'll always have some idiot who will want to jump out of that that sort of lane three into lane two so they can go further along the traffic and then cut back in again. And some people don't just, just don't slow down. It's a 100K zone, you know. Um, you've got every right to be on 100, 100 kilometres an hour there if you're a complete moron. You do, you know. Yeah. And people, and people do. Do you have and, this problem then, in the West, Yogi? Uh, yeah, they do. It's, it's, you're right. Yeah, that's the people just the, the traffic builds up. And, but then but, um, the West but about West is just funny. They all get a bit bent out of shape when the traffic slows down. So we're all going to stop both sides of the road of the yep. Kanana Freeway if someone's slowing down to 40 with all stops. So. Yeah. Just to make sure that everybody's, mate, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just just get in. Sydney is very aggressive drivers, though, and, and I kind of like Sydney for that reason. Like, that, that they're you aggressive. Get into the mindset. Yeah, you get into the mindset, get it done. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, you're on your game when you're in Sydney. You, you're driving so. around there. I was coming back down the M7, coming south today, uh, and it was just before lunch, and. Um, I'm sitting in the left-hand lane doing 100, right? And I know I'm doing 100 because that's what the GPS says I'm doing. And I've got this lovely thing that beeps at me when I go over 100. So I'm doing that, yeah. and people are just going past me, like the 100K zone, but they're just going past. It's like speed limits are optional on the M7, boys, you know, way to, into it. You know? <laughs> and they won't give you a go. And, 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 and as you're coming up to... Slower traffic. If you want to move into the right-hand lane, you've basically got to bulldog your way in because they just won't let you in. Yeah, we'll get aggressive. Make it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get aggressive and then what does that happen? Someone will you'll cut someone off or whatever. They'll carry on like two bob watches and they'll go past you and then they'll brake check you. <laughs> just, you know? Just... They're, they're in such a hurry, but they've got all this time to brake check you. you know? I still don't get that act. Look, that's something that, you know... Yeah. What well, I hope you're not like that 757 pilot with the axe. Maybe it's your day. Oh, just, you know, how many people go around and stab themselves in the leg? Or, yeah. or you know, or just go and crash into a brick wall. You're brake checking a truck like that could possibly now, with all our lovely combinations, be 85 or 90 tonne. Yeah. And you reckon yeah. it's going to stop? Yeah. It ain't a check. They've it's got this misguided idea that I <laughs> If, if he hits me up the bum, I'm in the right. Well, okay, you might be in the right, but you might well be dead. Well, you're probably in a cemetery. Yeah. That's where you'll be. Or, or your car will be wrecked, which is what you deserve to have happen to you, you moron. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. So what's the other bright news for the day, Michael? Well, there's all sorts of bright news for the day. I'll be truck stuff. Truck stuff, yeah. No, we, we're doing truck stuff. Hmm. I'm not... Stu- I'm trying. I'm starting. I'm starting away from. I'm starting away from uh, news. dot com at the moment, mate. If we get desperate, we can go to news. dot com. <laughs> We've only got half an hour. We should be fine. We, we should be, be fine. 
we should be fine. Yeah. Uh, look, let me let me just sort of carry on a little bit down oh, here. No, carry no. on. You're going to have a carry on. No, I'm not going to have no. a carry on. Oh. Have you got a carry on bag? As we're going out to Alice, I have. I do. I've you bought do. myself yeah. a day tripper. Have you? Yep. And it's I've, a truck and life day tripper. I've got one of those. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I reckon I can I've get about. One. I reckon I'll get twelve magazines in that plus my laptop. Right, eh? And a tablet. Right, eh? Not not sleep. Like, 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 like in the in the carry on. Yeah. Yeah, right. A tablet or your. Tablet yep. or what kind no, of tablet? No, my Samsung tablet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've I've got me on the road trucky bag, which I'm going to put all my gear in. Yeah, and I've got a uh, a um my uh, truck and life day tripper, which I'm going to put. Do you reckon you can fit ten magazines in there? Do you? I reckon twelve. Do you? Going on more calculations. Yep. Yep. But well, yeah, weighing stuff this afternoon, you know. Building yeah. the building the online store, so we've got to weigh everything, so we know exactly right, how, eh? how much how much freight we've got to charge. Right. So, so you're only allowed to have seven kilos, aren't you? Oh, you're. I don't know. We're flying with the superior mob that cancel tickets more often, so we're right. allowed a bit more, I think. Right, eh? mm. Twenty three <laughs> kilos. If we don't take any clothes, that's quite a few magazines, isn't it? You can't go to the ball wearing magazine. You said no thongs. <laughs> no thongs. <laughs> I'll, I'll at least wear underwear. You'll be, you'll be wearing a cap tan so or something. If I take the right shirts and a few ruggers, it'll all fit. No, so it'll be a, about two or three kilos. So if you've got a, you got a cap tan or something like that, you can throw on? Mm. They used to be all the go at one point in time. Well, I reckon, no, I think we'll just grab a sheet from the motel. We'll go a bit Roman. A bit of a toga. bit But that's because then you got you wear sandals, not thongs. Right, it's not a toga party, dude. You sure? I am sure. Hey, if we all turn up like that, it will be. Never say never, mate. Never say never. You do, you do realise that we're going to be going out to hanging out with the old school trucking elite. Don't you know that, don't you? Oh, so what? Are we all wearing blue singlets then? Well, no, they, no, we're not wearing blue singlets. You'd be wearing press shirts with your hair slicked back. That's, that's right. what I remember about that era. Mm. Right. Press shirts, press pants, and hair slicked back. It, it'll, it'll be blue jeans, perfect belt, era. belt buckles, very tight shorts. Red wings? No, no. You're, you're, you're confusing the era, Craig. Hey, hey. You're confusing the era. Craig. You sure? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely are. Press, press pants, press shirt. Mm. Yep, blue press pants and a blue press shirt. Right That's up. right. And with a with a leather belt with a half a decent sort of belt buckle on it, and a and a and a rockabilly hairstyle, slick yep. back and up, slick back, home back. Oh, well, side levers, side levers. You got to have the side levers. Sounds like we might need to learn how to dance then. That's right, and you and you can uh, you can brill cream. Mm-hmm. I don't no, have enough no. hair. For, I don't have enough hair for that. There's no point putting brill cream in my head. No. Not, with, not with my latest haircut, anyway. Been that looks good. Came yeah. very short. Yeah. It comes like a weather map station. Mm. That's right. Yep. 
That's right. Maintenance free. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best way to be, isn't it? Maintenance free. Day one hundred four of the haircut. Maintenance free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon people could could probably apply for a sticker to put on the side of your head. Yeah. <laughs> Maintenance management. Maintenance management. Yeah. Certainly, oh. certainly fatigue managed. Yeah. I've got it yeah. worked out now. Have you? Yeah, I'm just always tired. <laughs> what is that right? Where, where's that button on your on your electronic work diary? Is there a little button that says you're always tired? Always, always tired. tired. Yep. Yep. Please. Yeah. It's the difference between being tired and fatigued, apparently. Is there? Yeah. There is a bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right, eh? Right, eh? Now, gentlemen, news of book week this week on the, uh, on the, on, on in the wide hemisphere at school. You know, mm-hmm. people are doing book week, and I've just been sent one of the coolest picks ever. Oh. A little mate, well, there's been two. I've had a couple today, but, uh, me mate. It's young bloke James. He 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 made my purple truck. Yeah, he's worn that to book week, and he said his book he was truck and life. Right, eh? Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, We've great. had some photos sent in too, you know. Yeah, I know. And then Colette sent us one from uh, from uh, Brax. He he dressed up as an outback trucker and uh, went dressed dressed as a character from Truck and Life. Yep, Rena and the character would have blue, uh, black, uh, blue jeans and a red shirt on with a hat on. That yep. character would have to be one of us, but we all. Well, that was me. That was you. Mm. I don't have a red shirt. Oh, You're a popular a man, Yogi. Yeah, on yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, kids are. Oh, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, a couple, couple of book week uh, dress up themes for us at the moment, and. Uh, that's good to see his truck and life when people are taking the truck and life and yeah, and they're, and they're doing a little bit of a dress up with it. So that's fantastic. Mm. You know what happened? You know what happened today, Yogi, which really made me smile? Yeah. I had a lady ring me up today. Yeah. Uh, no names, no pack drill, but she knows who she is, I'm sure. Yeah. Rang me up and she uh, set up six subs for each of the drivers for their small family business no. to say thank you to them. For the work that they do, so she bought each of them a subscription. To yeah, nice awesome. is that? Yeah. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. That is a cool idea. Speaking yeah. of like people that you know go to book weeks and that yogi and dress up as you. Yeah, I heard there was a fella running around Toowoomba the other night, mm-hmm. pretending to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard the same sort of rumour that he oh, answered no, the phone. Oh, like I've never had it before <laughs> when someone actually wants to pretend to be me. So, thanks. <laughs> I, you know, I'm flattered. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe this, uh, maybe this might have that been a little foxy story. You know, mm. maybe the fox might be all Ooh, over it. Somebody was out and about. Intending yep. to be an owner of said Truck and Life magazine yeah. at, at yeah. Toowoomba. More hats than cattle is what they were doing. They were talking it right up. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. thanks. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been an idol to anyone before, so. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. 
Good yeah. stuff, isn't Mr. it? Mr. Craig Forsythe, yeah. idol. Shane Idle, Craig <laughs> Owner. That's what it's going to part, be. Sorry, part owner of Truck and Life magazine. <laughs> G'day, I'm Craig, part owner of Truck and Life. G'day, I'm Craig, part owner of Truck and Life. Yeah. <laughs> G'day, anyway, so it's good to see, you know, next, you know, maybe book week next time for him. Yeah, yeah he might dress up as you. Oh, I've even got a text message of a bit of laughter and a thumbs up about that one, so you know he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> at, least, at least you don't sound like someone's name. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, well. Popularity, you know, the eye of the beholder, they say. Oh, dear, oh dear, you yeah, sound like someone's name. We just now, got to step, step the music up. Yeah. Now, just while we're talking about all sorts of things that are, that are happening over the weekend, obviously not going to be around to do the podcast for next Monday. So Andy has uh, been subbed in and he's going to put together a bit of a show for us. To oh, go tell Andy on to give Monday. me a ring. Me and Andy should do something. Hey, get you to do something. Yeah, me and Andy. Andy should give me a ring. Me and Andy could do something. I'll do a new music review for Andy and he'll do you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know how you go with that. Oh, I reckon we go smashingly well. Well, there's yeah. someone out there pretending to be me too, so maybe he can join in. Maybe he can join in. But anyway, Andy's put <laughs> together a bit of a music show with a few little comedy bits and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, there you go. That's what's happening because we'll be, we'll be out enjoying ourselves at mm. Alice Springs. So. so We'll call it a well-deserved break. Oh, yeah, but well deserved for you, lot. I'll be trucking all weekend. Oh, in the field, poor, poor Precious, <laughs> eh? No, I am Precious. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're keeping the dream alive. I'm working all weekend too for trucking. That's life, right. Mate. That's right. So what? What Although, are you, where are you off to, Yogi? What are you doing? Sunday at the footy was with a good customer with trucking life. And I must admit, that was the footy. And we were in a nice box that did bring us rum whenever we asked for it. So it was a big day. Yes, that was a big day. Mm. <laughs> if you ask mm. more than one, they were quite happy to bring you more than one. Was that Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. That was Sunday. 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 Yeah. Sunday yeah. Know. So you haven't Can't done much since then. Sunday. No, I've mm. done a lot since then. No, I've been parked up a little bit. No, we're off. So we'll be carting all weekend into the field days and. Up and down, up and down, like a yo-yo next week. Mm. Yeah. Up yeah, the fence road, down the fence road, up the fence road, down the fence road. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the uh, field day season, is I, it, over there? It's the heavies are listening. Up the Great Southern Highway, down the Great Southern Highway, up the Albany Highway. <laughs> Nowhere near the fence road. <laughs> <laughs> it is the uh, it's field day season over there, yes. Correct. Mm. So we get, a, we get a real run of them. So they start mm. north and then they wander south. So... The big one at Darren, I'll get about 30 odd thousand people through the door there uh, next Wednesday, Thursday, um, which is a bit of a, you know, might be a bit of a surprise for you, Eastern Staters, but yeah, we have our shows and that during the week. Yep. So, so there's a big one there, and then a week later, we've got one which is about 400 k's away from that first one, 350 k's away, uh, and that's New Gate Field Day. So, so they just, you just end up in field day season, you just run gear. 
up and down and uh, bring it in, take it out, bring it in, take it out. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. So, mm. Geez, I've just had your face pop up in front of me on the bloody computer screen. Oh, perfect. It should be. All you need is space, apparently. We all we need is space. Hashtag, we all need space. Now, CJ's all we need space has been coming out. He's done a really, really good job. Young CJ with her stuff. So, yeah, it was good to see her. We all need space. And uh, she had some very informed informational stuff about, very good informational stuff about cutting in and a B-double and uh, where they start out and where they end up. So it was really, really good stuff. So, yeah. These yeah. Um, Check out CJ. So. Campaigns with NHVR have been going quite well, Yogi. Yeah, it's been, it's been positive and um, good to be a part of. I, yeah, I wasn't too sure how it would have played out. But, we've, uh, yeah, it's been good right across the board. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of good feedback. A lot of people have rung me and said, "Yeah, well done." Yeah, it's a good idea. Mm. I mean, perfect. Yeah, it's mm. good stuff. Mm. CJ's uh, doing a great got... job getting some messages out there to people, and yeah, yeah, she's got a very engaging voice. You know, a lot of people can listen, and and I guess that's that uh, younger set. Yeah, you know, they uh, they they know a little bit of the speech and how to talk, and um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it really cuts through to a different demographic, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, um, yeah. Something different to what we can do. Yeah. Three yeah. old, three old men, or one old man and two younger ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just just how. Oh, oh, it's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> Why well, it is past seven thirty? So yeah, yeah. all that. Not on the West Coast, buddy. <laughs> she's only she's only early there. I know. Look at you all looking at your clock, going. Oh, it is past seven thirty. Not here. Yeah. Yeah. When, hey, when do we get your ridiculous daylight savings back? Well, they must oh, I don't know. Sure. It can't be that far away. I mean, you have it for about eight months of the year over there, don't you? Well, That's right. As much That's as right. possible. Yeah. That's right. I don't know why we go ahead and do that. You know, I mean, what difference does it make? The daily. You know, Oh, it just makes it three hours apart, not, not two. Bloody ridiculous. Just, I mean, you, you, you have that half an hour difference. It just drive you mental. You know, we're half an hour behind you know, everything, and then you go to you got the, that border up there, the Tweed. Mm. I mean, can you imagine the difference? If you lived in the Tweed and worked on the sunny coast, Mm. Just that hour difference every day, just just drive you mental. Oh, some days it's would good because when you've got to be in Brisbane at like seven a.m., it's better for you. Mm-hmm. But it? when you finish your week up there, it's um, yeah, you get home late. Mm. Oh yeah, but, you'd have it all time. Oh, it's crazy? ridiculous. That that part is ridiculous. Like, mm. I I understand that you know between here and WA is actually a different time zone. So that's all right. It's, it's, it's but, the other side of the country. It's 4,000 kilometres away. Yeah, but yeah. Brisbane and Sydney are in the same time zone, yet we elect to have them in a different time zone. Yeah, because we're idiots. Well, it's because Queenslanders understand about fading curtains. Do they? Yeah. Well, look, if I was ever obvious. in the market for second-hand curtains, I'd always look in Queensland. Not New South Wales. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're saved there. They're always faded at the bottom, especially that last hour of daylight. They're always faded at the bottom. Yeah, and I, I remember when we were, when Rose and I were running across the Perth and we were going out to load at the nursery, 
and you'd be driving out there at like five o'clock in the morning, and the buddy sun oh, be up. Sun up. How good is it? The sun's Absolutely. up. It's like yeah. it's well and truly well past. You know, it's daylight. Four thirty daylight. Yeah, we're on. Just, I think four twenty-three. I think it's the earliest it gets. Yeah, it's daylight. Is it? Yeah, daylight. Yeah, like full daylight, mate. Yeah, height of summer, longest day of the year. I think four twenty-three a.m. is sunrise. Yeah, yeah right. That it helps out with your magic. Um, well, what sunset though? Pretty early. Oh, seven thirty. All right, yeah. so that that wins yeah, out the bit. middle of summer. Yeah, it's not yeah. that. It's not that. It's not that early. It gets. Oh, I gets out seven thirty, eight o'clock. Oh, that's dream, dream hours for um, oversize in Yogi. Oh, yeah. it's magic because it's cool in the morning. You can get four or five hours under your belt before it gets hot, and then you can sort of just come back a little bit and yeah. pull it back, you know. But yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's like really, yesterday. really good. Better than these nine-hour nine days. Yeah, nine-hour days. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing. Good thing. And then the, the other end of the coin is you, you get a place like Sejuna that's still in darkness till about 8 o'clock in the morning at the end of daylight day. Mm. And that, that makes it really, really difficult out there. I mean, there was something in the paper there a while back in Sejuna. The kids were standing in the bus stop in dark. <laughs> Because it's the end of daylight savings time, and the, and the, and the, sh- the sun is shifted. So, yeah, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a difficult one when you're halfway across Australia. Mm. Now, I've got a bit of a question for you, Yogi. Before we before we leave, we've got about fifteen minutes left. Fire it up, Mike. Get on the king, your soapbox. Have a the go. King, no, 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 no. This is nothing. This is nothing outrageous. It's about. I, I want to ask your opinion, right? Oh, because. I love that. Because you know, you know. I mean, you you've got a better idea apparently of what's cool at school, right? Great idea of what's cool at and, school. And we saw we saw a few things that were very very cool up at Casino. We I mean, I was had a bit of a walk around. I was in awe of that Mactran Superliner. Yep. Like right? the ones that all the even all the a fuel tanks are airbrushed on it. All the buddy, all the air to air tubes and everything is all airbrushed. It's bloody. It'd be an absolute pain, I think, to keep clean. And I'm just looking at this. I'm just looking at this um, ATS truck here, the the one that the the black Nino ATS oh, yeah. 150. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with all the with all the paint yeah. on it, and the, and it's the one with the the uh, the Reaper on the bonnet, giving everyone the finger and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Now. To me, I just look at that truck and I, it's like that. It's like that purple thing. That that storm truck, Marnie's Marnie's or whatever it is, transport. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. These yeah. trucks, I mean, they. To me, they just strike me as hard work. If you're a driver of one of these things, how long do you have to spend to keep something like that clean? No, funny enough, painted services are probably easier to keep clean. And shiny stuff, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I was um, was always amazed when I painted the side of some tippers how easy they are to keep clean compared to. Yeah, how easy it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, those yeah. flames on that on that truck of mine, you know, painted in two thousand and one, so yeah. they're easy to keep clean if they, if they get done right. And I'd imagine all these trucks have been done really well, yeah, and exceptionally good quality. So that the paint. You know, like, yeah, but, but you just get sick of polishing wheels after a while. You've got to repolish the wheels. No matter how shiny they are, aren't it? You've got to yeah. keep repolishing them. But, yeah, well, the, these, yeah, the ones on this ATS, this, this ATS yeah. truck, they're black. 
The wheels. The, the rims oh, the are black. It's all black, yeah. Well, they're probably black. powder, which makes it even easier to keep clean. Yeah, even mm. easier, yeah. Basically, the dirt just falls off. So well, it's got, not, yeah. actually not too bad. Yeah. I've got quite a few of those super chrome rims on mine. Right. Like right. They're the duck's guts. Like, they are so easy yeah. to keep clean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not cheap, but yeah. look at their ad. is save polishing time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. No, well, I, just, I just look at these tracks and I think to myself, you know, yeah, it would be nice to drive something like that. And I can just, you can just sort of imagine yourself driving down the road, looking at the reflection in the mirror and all that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. This bloke, Damien, his name is, that drives this thing. He reckons it's the best thing since sliced bread. It's the 150th nah. Oswald truck. Oh, yeah, he's a good dude, Damien, yeah. Yeah, and uh, been to a few truck shows. He's got his daughter that helps him keep the thing clean. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I, so I think painted stuff has its place, and I yeah. think there's a lot more painted stuff getting done. But the downside with painted stuff is it gets stone chips. It's, it's going to be hard work yeah. to redo mm. it. And that becomes a bit of a block. I'd love painted tank ends, you know, but I know yeah. as soon as they go on the dirt, they're going to get logged, you know, mm. like that's hard work. It's like yeah. wrapped, wrapped tanks or mm. whether it's stainless or or in a, in a vinyl, it, it looks great. And there's, you know, you can't argue that they, it makes a good-looking truck. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, sometimes when you look at a classic and, and what someone's done and the work they put into it, you, yeah. you can't beat a polished rim or a polished tank yeah. in that yeah. that scenario. So that it, it's a different realm, I, I believe, in, in a truck, like someone that's spent that much time polishing rims and tanks and, you know, um, cleaning. If you, if you look at the detail, someone that cleans inside chassis rails and, you know, what washes um, lines that go to, to boosters and things like that. That's that's the detail that really shines in, to me in a what how someone appreciates their truck. Yeah, well, yeah. I know that some of those trucks up there, you saw. I mean, blokes clean the underside of their throttle pedal. I mean, well, to wink to see now you have to. Mm. Sorry, but who yeah. doesn't? I don't. No, I'm not. No, I'm glad no one opened the door of my truck. Yeah, right. I was yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like. Look, I like. I like my truck to be clean and tidy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But at the same time, there's got to be a point where you go to bed. And it's oh, after you clean under your throttle pedal. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> when yeah. You're standing right there. Is it? I, I, yeah. I don't know. But. We, we all have our different things that we're anal about, you know. Yeah. I like an impeccably clean truck inside. Outside, sometimes you think, oh, well, that is what it is. But yeah. the inside's like your home. Like, yeah, that's, what I, that's why I like mine inside, clean inside. But I'm gonna, I don't get that excited that I clean under the damn throttle pedal. So you never wash under the sink, <laughs> you say? No, I probably don't wash under the sink oh, either. Yeah. We're all different people. I don't. Yeah, you know, you've got to you've got to make sure that there's no grit, mud, and crap like that under your under your brake pedal. 
that you... I thought we were talking about the throttle pedal, not the brake pedal. That's a different oh, scenario. Sorry, That's... the brake pedal and the throttle pedal, but yeah. the brake under the yeah. brakes are much easier to keep yeah. clean. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know everyone has their different standards, I suppose, in where they are and what they like clean and what not, and it's yeah. whether you can wake up in the morning and um, drive off without making your bed. No, no, I've got to oh, make the bed. No, that's, that's, that, uh, no, whoa, 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 Craig. We're not heathens. Mm. Like we're actually civilised people. No one ever does that. Well, I, 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 I disagree, <laughs> but I do. Ah, like, you know, well, and, we're, we're like three minutes to go on the deck line. People are going to out. I'll do it. Well, yeah. we're not answering your call. Do you, drive, do, you, do you take off without making your bed? Who? I never do. Yeah. No way. No. Never, ever. I, I, I've got to smooth it flat. Oh, no way. It's got to be oh. perfect. Mine's oh, even... the, yeah, but do you like do, but do you lay the doner out or do you roll it up? No, I lay it out, flatten it out, tuck it in, push it to one end, tuck it in, put yep, the pillow yep, yep. in the right spot. Mine's even a Kenworth one. Is it? Oh, oh. I don't have any pillow. That just sits where it needs to sit. Right. No, no, yeah. no, no. You yeah. gotta, you gotta have it just, just spot on. So have it neat and tight. I mean, I don't make the bed at home. I must agree. Like, so I don't do that, but. I've got someone right. that does that for me. Right. Um But in the truck, it's always like, regardless of what I'm in, whether you just threw a doner in there for the night or two, when you get up, you make it and it's got to look presentable. Yeah. Do you, um, yeah. Do you uh, sort of hold, hang your clothes up? Me? Yeah. Always. I'm going to throw yeah. Uh, we'll see on on the back of the uh, on the back of the one hundred and four. You've got two little lovely little looks. You don't have a double bunk in yours, do you? You've got just a single bed in yours. That's right. Yeah. So so, so you've got the two looks on the back wall, and have you got the shelves that go across the top? No, like the I've actually got go a rail that runs underneath the the right. cupboard on the other like on the other side that right has a rail there. That's up, yep. you know, where you. Where the tablet goes to watch Netflix at night, right? Mm. So that's where you hang your shirts, right? So you hang your shirts in there. Well, Colette does normally send me with a couple of iron shirts. So I say don't do that because mm-hmm. it's yeah. But so I always have a couple of iron shirts because yep. You know, sometimes you get out and there's a, you know, you're a, a customer that you believe deserves that for you to hop out all dressed up nice and, you know. Do the right thing. I, I believe I, I I believe I must met the best best dressed truck driver in Australia at the mm, Andrew, that he does he's very tidy. <laughs> uh, very tidy. Did you, did, you, did you see the look on his face when I put the sheet of paper on top of the fuel tank? Jesus Christ, I thought I was gonna die. I I I'm I had to mention to you that that's probably not where you should be doing your mm. bookwork. I, I yeah. thought he's he, he gonna murder me. Well, I, I was like, I mean, it was early in the morning, so he hadn't had his second cup of coffee, so you were bang on the money. I think that was about the only thing that saved of it. Yeah. But there are. I mean, you, you go to places and you, you unload a tipper and someone decides they want to bang on the side of your trailer. You know, yeah. What do you do, mate? Like, I've just seen how empty it is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go to the car park and bash on the side of your car, so you feel about yeah. that. Yeah, see how much fuel you got in it. Yeah. Whack, whack. yeah. Oh, you haven't got any. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember I remember I had a forklift driver do that. I bought a brand new trader flat top. And uh, and um, this bloody forklift driver kept using the Cayman rail for a break. 
And I said to him, I said to him, is that your car over there? And I pointed to this, this ute that was sort of parked there where it was obviously, you know, the forklift driver's parking spot because it was a bit special, you know. I said, is that your car over there? And he said, yeah, it is. I said, you hit my fucking trailer one more time. Ooh, and this man is going to be under this. <laughs> All right, sorry. Oh, no, so close, Michael. That's like two minutes to go. Well, you can tell you can tell how I felt, how, how, how strongly I felt about that. Yeah. I told him three, and he, and he kept, up he, kept he kept, he kept missing me trailer by about two inches after that because he thought I was serious, <laughs> and I was. I, yeah, I don't know how people can actually do that. I, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, when you get a tine into the side of your trailer, it does, oh. it does make you wonder why. You know, you probably, yeah, how on earth you got to that point in life, really, to be honest. To do that. Someone just sent me a text. Someone just sent me a picture of their bed hmm. in the in the truck. Yeah, good one. And he's got it all laid out. He's got the Kenworth uh, pillow, and he's got the Kenworth doona cover, and the whole thing. And the thing looks absolutely smick. There you go. Well done. Go you. Very very happy with that. To be like the uh, ox blood interior with the uh, red Kenworth. Uh, no logo on the on the thing. It all looks very very nice. Very and when nice. you and when you make your bed up too, and you've got that Kenworth doona, yeah, and you have got the lines and the, like the bug thing, it it's all yeah. got to be parallel to the the fridge and the bunk and everything. So it's artwork in the morning every time you yeah. wake up. Yeah, this is in a this is in a K two hundred. So oh, that's easy because obviously... you stand on the floor. Do it when you're trying <laughs> to lean over a fridge. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. He's got an unfair advantage, hasn't he, oh, this bloke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's an atrocity if K200 drivers don't make their bed. They've got so much room up in there. Yeah. What's he got? He's got a hat. He's got a hat here. I can't see what's on the hat. Mm. Looks like a ring is from the top end. Please advise. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of that's like just about cap. presenting yourself every day. Like A, a yeah. good mate of yeah. mine, he's, he's got a pet hate about drivers getting out at, at sites in singlets and thongs right yeah, yeah you know, do it. I, I don't I, I will drive some time in thongs and and a singlet but you know it's only on the leg that you're not presenting yourself anywhere else it's just for mm. a bit of comfort um but yeah you never get out but if you're out with a customer you know be professional it's not hard be professional yeah anyway time to wrap it up all, right. all done that's right, it eh? coming up to nine o'clock. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be out at the uh, Alice Springs at the Hall of Fame, and um, mm. we're we'll telling you all about it. Later. It's a Cummins hat, he tells me. A what? What? It's a Cummins hat. He tells me the cat hat that's on the bed. Yeah. Someone else. Yeah. Someone else would said he wouldn't be surprised. As surprised if you iron your doona every morning. Who? You. Oh, not every yeah. day. <laughs> well, I we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. We won't be having a live show on Saturday night. Sorry about that. We'll have something else for you. We'll be we'll back look. next Wednesday with. We'll be back next Wednesday with the big report from what happened at, at uh, Alice Springs. Thanks very much for Lots joining of us. Stuff. Righto. For more than 70 years, the name Pearlcraft has been synonymous with handmade pearl and marble finished steering wheels and gear shift knobs. Each and every Pearlcraft product is 100% handcrafted, keeping true to their motto of always work with pride, let quality be your guide. 
They can transform and enhance your current steering wheel or create a whole new wheel designed to suit your rig. Visit the Pearlcraft website at www.pearlcraft.com.au for more information about the complete range of Pearlcraft products and services. The National Heavy Vehicle Regulator reminds all truck drivers to check their load to protect our roads. Overheight trucks entering tunnels in New South Wales can have a serious impact on the safety of road users. Knowing the height of your vehicle as well as the height limits of the road you intend to travel on are equally important. The NHVR will now refer all overheight breaches to transport for New South Wales. Just because your heavy vehicle is compliant at one tunnel does not mean it will be compliant for all tunnels. Remember, check your load to protect our roads.